When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. John and Ken Show. John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We were uh, talking uh, last half hour about... Uh, they want to pass uh, slavery reparations in California. And I was thinking how much slavery actually went on in California. And just going through Wikipedia, there wasn't much because California was part of Mexico until 1848. No, but the indigenous people were slaves. Right. But that's... That's what the Spaniards did, right? Right. That's what the Spaniards did till 1848. Right. Then... then um, right. California was a state till 1850. Right. The gold rush happened in 1849. They became a state. Slavery wasn't allowed on the books. 
but it wasn't particularly enforced either, yeah, either way, right. which meant that the slaves also could 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 leave. They could run off and there wasn't any police force that was going to try to track them down and round it up. And then 15 years later in 1865, it was banned nationwide. So there was only a small period of slavery and for, for blacks I'm talking about. And that was the Southerners who came here for the gold rush. They yeah, brought there their were slaves. That they were allowed them. to bring their slaves, right? But a lot of a lot of the slaves ran away. So you know this this uh, whatever bill they're working on in Sacramento, the task force, this really ought to be examined here because slavery was largely out east and specifically. Well, in no, the this south. is all about racism still exists and the roots are there. Well, yeah, but nothing to do with the history. Oh, nothing to do with the facts, in other words. Well, not the facts, but the fact that we still have systemic structural racism. Which began with America's slave past. Um, that's what they're arguing. That's yeah. That's what they claim. Well, they came up with this term five years ago. Nobody heard of this phrase, systemic racism. Now they repeat it every day, every day, every day. Right. And then people are going, "Oh, I guess so." Oh, wait a minute. Slow down here. Slow down. Well, let's let's explain. Black let's, people are interviewed that say that that's what they run into. I mean, you wouldn't find a shortage of, of black people to tell you whether they're getting stopped by cops because they're black or whether they're turned down in a housing application, probably because they're black. I mean, maybe they're not proving it, but that's what they believe happened. I mean, that's that's their reality. Yeah, but to quantify payments to people based on, you know, random anecdotes or opinions or however you want to describe it, what, what's going to well, be the actual hard proof? formula here you know the I hard mean, truth of, of a lot of americans they are pretty racist in terms of how they want to deal with people i don't know well you'd have to flesh that out what do you mean they do turn aside black people for rentals they do suspect black people of crimes they do make generalizations don't you think so some sure how many? And to what circumstances? I mean, Probably a frightening amount. I mean, all, all, all that can be, everything happens in society. But again, to what extent? To what percentage? And where? Well, yeah, see, then you're asking for something that can't be found, percentages. Well, they're, they're the ones up in Sacramento that want to pay money to everybody. And I'm just throwing up a stop sign here and said, well, what, what's your formula for this exactly? They're claiming it's slavery reparations. I mean, that's what's in the story, slavery reparations. Right. And now they're well, tr trying to dress it up with like, well, this ongoing It's like, hold on. You're trying to determine the lineage of the descendants to see if they legitimately have connections, a bloodline in their ancestry. So is it that? Or now you're changing the rules because there's no way you can track people down to the 18 and 1700s. Right. But and the people though, there's also the argument that it doesn't matter there's still systemic racism and people should be compensated. I don't necessarily agree with that, but and that's... So people who don't commit that racism have to pay? I, I mean, I, I don't I don't yeah, understand yeah, what... I, I well, are you going to go out and round up the people that commit you, racism? You, 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 yeah, well, exactly. You have to... You're guilty, even though you've never done it. So why should you have to pay? I think that's legitimate. Yeah, but you can't, you can't make the direct connection between... People have committed racist acts and making them pay. I mean, well, then you like shouldn't monitor. You shouldn't feed. make a connection to people who didn't commit the racist acts. Yeah, but they could lie. So, well, I'm assuming you're telling the truth. What are you asking me? Well, do you think you owe reparations to anybody based on your behavior in life? 
No. I've never hired anybody. I've never rented right. anybody. I don't know so that you, I... You don't owe any money. You don't yeah. owe any money to anybody. You didn't do anything wrong. That's my point. People who did nothing wrong should not be taxed, penalized in any way. All right. We've got to move on. We're going to talk now to Alex Stone, ABC News correspondent. 20 states have sued the Biden administration to drop those mask mandates on the airplanes. Alex? Hey there, guys. Yeah, and uh, being led by Governor DeSantis in Florida, and uh, no secret that uh, he's against mask mandates. Uh, he called them a COVID theater today. So he and his attorney general, they're leading this. 20 conservative states, uh, they want the courts to knock down the, the federal rule of masks on board planes, in airports, taxis, buses, Uber, all of it, they're saying today. It's not something that's grounded in any science because if you have somebody sitting in the window seat and they're nibbling on peanuts for two and a half hours, they can have their mask down. You have the person in the middle seat uh, that is not eating. If they just wanted to read a magazine without the mask, then somehow that would be a big problem. And it's turned the airlines into having to police this. So he and the attorney general of Florida are filing this uh, on behalf of Florida and the other states, conservative-run states. Uh, they're arguing that the president and the CDC never had the authority and don't right now to require masks on planes. They say it goes against their state law banning mask mandates. They want them to go away. They want a federal court in Florida to put a halt to them immediately, Florida's AG today. CDC and the federal government and the Biden administration never had the power to issue this order originally. They're saying it's a federal power grab that, look, political elites, celebrities, they can go to the Super Bowl without a mask on, but then you're telling everybody they got to put them on when they go into an airplane. Now, a couple of things, one being that there have been a lot of attempts in the, the courts to get the mask mandate on planes uh, turned around. And every court has said no, it, it, whether it be at the lower level or at the appellate level. The U.S. Supreme Court said it would not get involved. The, the one case that, that made it that high, that it said no, thank you. So if they're going to have more success, uh, the, the governor uh, saying, yeah, that, that he thinks they will, that they've succeeded making this argument about cruise ships in Florida, about schools in Florida. They think they can do airplanes now. One more from him, he said today. We need to be let people live their life. Obviously, in Florida, what we have control over, we do that. Now, the one other thing on this is that the mask mandate very well may be going away in a couple of weeks anyway. It was extended for one more month in the middle of this month, middle of April. It will expire. They are beginning to give signs. The airlines are now saying as a group they want it to go away. CDC says they're looking at, at making it go away. So this may be a moot point in the end. And some are saying, well, why I mean, didn't you the, do this months FAA, ago? The FAA does have federal authority over airline safety. They do have, so, but it's I mean, the TSA Florida. that's implementing it. The CDC saying what they, they want to go on. So what they're claiming is that these agencies, without congressional uh, power, that they don't have the, the ability that the Biden administration they can't do it on their own. But then you have the whole thing is, is this just so, and Democrats and Republicans do it, so they can say in a month when it dissolves and go away, it goes away, look what we were able to do, and, oh, and we did this for you. It well, may very well be going away. If not, though, then it, they may end up in court. I was going to say, do you know if April 18th they are going to let it go away? or They do don't know yet. I, real... the, it's beginning to go in that direction. Uh, this week, the, the airlines... What about uh, the sub-variant? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's a, a, that whole. They could go where they they decide to keep it in place, uh, but the the CDC is indicating that they're spending this month getting the the airlines ready, getting everybody ready to to bring it down. Up until now, 
only Southwest had really been on board with bringing masks down. In fact, when they made their case several months ago, the very next day, traveling back, the CEO uh, of Southwest got COVID. Well, that kind of ruined their message uh, for we don't need these anymore and bring them down. Um, but United and others were saying, no, we're okay, you know, let's keep them in place. We don't want any outbreaks on board. This week, though, Airlines for America, the, the lobbying group for the airlines, they said, yeah, and now is a good time. The flight attendants, they're kind of going back and forth. Some want it, some don't. The the flight attendants well, union. Just, but, everybody has the freedom to do what they want. What's, well, and that's I don't understand what, that's why what that this isn't the is saying. All yeah, along. And, that, and that may very well what be what happens and be what happens next month um, if they they do bring it down. But these states, the the twenty states, twenty one states, uh, they're saying, hey, now is the time. Courts get involved. States don't have any mask mandates anymore. Local governments, for the most part, don't don't have them. Why are we putting them on when we walk into the airport? They say, yeah, do it now. All right, thanks, Alex. You got it. Thanks, guys. You know, and, what, when, what, when there is gonna if there is gonna be a choice, we know Deborah Mark's wearing a mask. I am for the rest of her life. Probably. Yeah, I, I think so. it's gross to be on an airplane when people are sneezing and hacking, and they don't even they, they don't even cover well, their mouth. Well, before the pandemic, you probably knew this. Why weren't you masked? You know, I never really thought about it because it really wasn't a thing. I hardly ever saw anybody with a mask. Yeah, they, usually I mean, it was people from Asian countries because I, they've dealt with more of these infectious I, diseases. But I would take my shirt and I would cover my face after somebody. You would? With, yeah, my husband thought oh, I was did? so obnoxious. But I said, come on, I don't want those germs. He said, stop, no, you're, make, you're making a scene. No, I'm not. No one's, no one's oh. seen me. I'm doing it on my own. Can you imagine Sitting so, up somebody shirt. telling Deborah, oh, you're making a scene? <laughs> I did it quietly, except sometimes I would turn around and I would look at somebody that's doing that. Oh, I said, really? I mean, come on. I'm not trying to be a Karen, oh, but come on. That's a, just rude. You're a grenade in public places, huh? <laughs> there were uh, resolutions introduced. So there is one now in the House of Representatives, but there was one in the Senate. And you might be surprised to learn it was Rand Paul's to remove the mask mandate next month on the uh, on public transportation. It passed easily, fifty-seven to forty-eight Democrats voted in favor of lifting yeah, because, the mask mandate because it's because it's over the whole this whole craze and idiocy. It's over if it's you don't over. if people don't want to let go of it because they have mental problems, they've got some kind of phobia. Then go ahead, you know, wear a bag on your head, <laughs> but it's over. And uh, I right, we, still see a lot on the West Side, boy. Outdoors in the sunshine, everything. We got more coming. Got a lot of psychologically damaged people living on the west side. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken show. John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right. Later on in the show, the five o'clock hour, we're going to talk to the former mayor of Culver City. His name is Jeff Cooper. What we're going to be talking to him about is a story we're about to play for you from Fox 11, and it's kind of hard to believe because in the past, when we've talked about Culver City dealing with the homeless, it's often been a positive conversation because in some cases, you have the homeless encamped on sidewalks in Los Angeles and across the street, and it's usually Bonin's district, across the street in Culver City, they didn't put up with this. Times could be changing. Listen to this story from Fox 11 and Ed Lascos. Just a couple of homeless tents here now, but city leaders considering a controversial plan to allow several more tents at this spot, possibly clearing the way for a homeless encampment to be set up right in this area. This is insane. Gotta be kidding. I've heard a lot of crazy things that have come out of this. 
current council, but this is almost got to, this has to take the cake. I can't even begin to express all the negative repercussions another homeless encampment in near proximity to the one on Venice and Sautel will have on its city and residents. A biohazard filled with drugs, criminals, and a mentally unstable population. Sharp reaction at Monday's virtual city council meeting. Neighbors speaking out against the homeless encampment. If they vote to do this, they vote to say, okay, pedestrians don't get the sidewalk anymore. Transients now have a sidewalk all of their own. It's property rights. Um, and and what, what sidewalks next? What city can take this precedent and do that to their, you know, a major sidewalk. It would be set up if the city decides to widen the sidewalk here under the 405 overpass, setting up barriers, directing pedestrians to walk in the parking lane instead of the sidewalk, as the sidewalk itself would be closed and designated as a permanent transient camp. All of this coming at the cost of $100,000, money that some neighbors say is wasted. I think our big problem is we're putting a huge band-aid on a bigger problem, and it's just not going to work. Spend that 100000 on real locating these folks. I'm asking you to reject this. I'm asking you to use those funds in much better ways to implement better patrolling, better infrastructure for the homeless and support services. Now back here, some of the callers did make a point of supporting the plan. As one resident said, the homeless need help. You simply can't sweep them away, as that caller pointed out. There's also growing concern about a, a precedent being set here by the council's decision about the other 405 overpasses in the city, like the one at Sepulveda or Clover Boulevards. Possibly those sidewalks also being turned into homeless encampments, something that's a concern of many residents. All right, that's All right. Fox 11, Ed Lasko's. Let's, let's, because sometimes when we play the TV versions, they don't really have all the detail we need. But let's talk about this for a moment. Remember we used to complain that they would take away road lanes for bicyclists? Yeah. Those seem like the good old days. They're actually talking about in Culver City, and this is the 405 freeway, the Washington Boulevard area, uh, the, the overpass there or the underpass. They're actually talking about taking away parking lanes to make them for pedestrians because the homeless have taken up the sidewalk. So the pedestrians, the taxpayers, get kicked off the sidewalk they paid for and they have to walk in the street in that's, a parking that's, lane? That's the proposal, yes, in a parking that, lane. That is such... You know what? That, I <laughs> the saw world that... is really upside down. I, can't, I couldn't believe the story was true. I thought this was another Onion story. I saw this story last night and I'm staring at it and I didn't understand it and I didn't believe it and I started looking online and there is a website called protectculvercity.org, and they were asking people to go to last night's meeting or, or get online. It's online. To, yeah, to yeah, argue, right. uh, be, and it, it's everything that as Ed Lasko said in the report. They want to spend $100,000. In order and, to convert parking lanes into pedestrian walkways right. so that the sidewalks allow for an ever-expanding homeless encampment. Why would you give, why would you give away the sidewalks? To the homeless people, why don't because you? Because they're send... unhoused and they need our sympathy. Why I don't, don't know. you send them? Why don't you force them into a shelter or set up uh, on an oh, on yeah. an empty lot? You talk a... about giving up. What? The, this is this is crazy. And you're going to force people into the street. I guess they're going to put what protective cones like they do for the bicyclists. Yeah, so there's there's can... going to be a barrier between the walking lane and the traffic. But it why takes do, away some parking people might like, although I wouldn't park near a homeless encampment. But don't just they, they don't they don't deserve the sidewalk. They, so I, under they no don't. circumstances do they deserve a sidewalk. Under no circumstances should you legalize a permanent encampment. Their names are Alex Fish, Daniel Lee, 
Goran Eriksson, Albert Vera, and Yasmin Imani McMorrin. Those are apparently the five Culver City Council members. They must oh, be and I guess c- Heather Baker. Well, no, one, one of them is the city attorney. Oh, that's Heather Baker, right? Yeah. Right. So it's but five council members. They're, they're the crazy city people. I mean, I saw their heads. They, they showed the Zoom meeting on Channel 11. So I saw the heads of these uh, these crazy council people, and they're all just staring with, you know, that the, the, the dumb looks on their faces. And I'm looking at this crowd saying, you can't be real. You can't be serious. In no way should the people of Culver City agree to a, a, a permanent homeless encampment on sidewalks they paid for under the 405. Well, you're going to get a huge crowd, and they're going to start spilling, you know, down the road. Yeah, the Protect Culver City people described it as this. Consent item C-7 will approve shutting down the sidewalk, leaving it as the domain of a permanent transient camp. Instead, they'll shut down the parking lane, put up dividers, and force pedestrians to walk in the parking lane instead. Plus, the plan will cost 100000 Plus, if you, you have to walk around... Does it really cost well, 100000 just to put up dividers? Or what, yeah, really, what a waste of money, huh? <laughs> what kind of corruption is that? But you want to you want to walk around under that dark overpass with all these insane I don't people, people are avoiding it anyway. But well, they, they, it all it all should be cleared out. That's public space. In fact, the I sheriff. Th- they, this is something for Sheriff Fiat to wave it. This is something, yeah, for sure. He ought to overrule this whole thing and get his deputies over there and clear out everybody under a highway overpass. In fact, there was a federal judge, uh, uh, David judge Carter. Carter. He right. said that you know we can't have people living under the overpasses anymore. What right. happened to that? Uh, it got stuck in the courts because the city of L.A. challenged it, and I think it's still frozen. Well, I'm t- telling you, and this is going to affect this is going to affect people who live on the border of Culver City too. Um, this is crazy. Alex Fish, Daniel Lee, Goran Erickson, Albert Via, Yasmin Amani, Hyphen McMorin. You people ought to be in a mental institution. With I can't say the all five support people. this, but we don't. Well, know. you know what? And one of them ought to. Uh, Take some leadership and start screaming about it. We are going to have the former the former mayor of Culver City on the show at 5.05. I'm sure he's not pleased with this. We've talked to him before, and it was often to say Culver City seems to do a pretty good job with the vagrants versus Mike Bonin's but L.A. Why, but Why did you pick this idea? Why did I don't you, know. Why what did a you crazy pick? concession, isn't it? Yes, it, 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 it's it's completely nuts, and it's not that big an area either. It's just the highway overpass. It's the 405. It's apparently an ever-growing encampment. So you just give them more room. Wow. We, uh, we're more, run by some of the stupidest humans. Jeff Cooper will be on at 505 for a lot more on this story. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. More of the John and Ken Show. John Cobelton, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, leave a message for the Moist Line. Use the talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. With a little microphone, you can do that. You want to just leave a good old-fashioned voicemail, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Last week, we did the story that the census report came out from some of America's larger cities lost populations in fact the city of los angeles lost over uh, well la county <clears throat> lost over 160,000 people in the pandemic year of 2020 bloomberg news it's a business website yes it is from michael bloomberg originally uh, anyway they they ask garcetti 
uh, how do you think and why do you think this happened? And his response was housing, housing, and housing. You know, he did one of those little joke things. I got three reasons, and here they are. Housing, housing, housing. Saying that people Ugh. left because they couldn't afford the homes, ignoring the homelessness and crime, which no, certainly he, is a factor for people's uh, decisions. He's, he's got the wrong three reasons. But he is, he is, he is a stubborn goat. I, I saw an interview with him that he did on Fox 11 last week. I should get a couple of those clips. He is in complete denial that he's responsible for anything. When oh, the whole homeless issue was brought up to him, he claimed, oh, this was 40 years in the making. One mayor can't do anything. This is the state. This is the governor. The, this is the, the f- federal government. He blamed everybody else, even though this problem was a fraction of what it is now when he and took over as mayor. The usual, well, it's happening all around the country, but if the no, it's cities not. are just, Well, it, but, it is and it isn't. It's happening in San Francisco. It's happening in Seattle, Portland, but it's the same type of government. Yeah, no, it's, it's tolerated. It's a certain government style which allows chaos and filth in the streets. In most cities in this country, homelessness has gone down. It's not Nas- tolerated. Nationally, it's gone down. The West Coast cities are anomalies because this kind of aberrant behavior is is permitted and encouraged. I mean, these are, you know, it's what Michael Schellenberger says, the author. They're, they're basically outdoor drug markets where people are shooting up heroin, snorting meth, and everything else. So right. if, you, if you allow legal outdoor drug markets, then yes, you're going to get what we all see and smell every day. And, and Michael that- Schellenberger put it really well when we talked to him a couple of weeks ago. He's the author of San Francisco. He said that these this crowd merely looks at it, and you got it right there in Garcetti's answer. It's just a housing problem. And since mm. the cost of housing has gone way up, some people leave, and the rest are homeless, and I can't do anything for them. Uh, it's no. sad because they can't find a place to live. They just have to live in the park or on the street. No, it's nonsense. Uh, you know what? People who it's aren't, nonsense, but it's the ruling class right now right, that's they, allowing this to they, happen, and they got to be removed. I think people have to understand that it, it, it's this is not a debatable issue anymore. They don't have a point. There isn't another side to this. You have to vote for people who simply do not even think this way, because normal people, if you can't get a uh, if you can't afford to live in an area, uh, you move. Uh, you don't go live in a park and start defecating all over the place. And I think right? that is what drove some of the people that left L.A. County. I'm sure housing was a factor. But it's the cost of housing, not a lack of housing. It's just that we have a lot of wealthy people that live here. We've got all, a lot of tech people. We got uh, Hollywood people. We got uh, crypto people now. Crypto is a real thing to drive up certain markets. Yeah, the problem with California, and it's evident in the cities, is that you're right. <clears throat> people do want to live here. So the very wealthy do come here and they buy up some very expensive housing. But the problem is the middle class leaves the people Mm -hmm. that have the wherewithal to make these decisions. And we're left with that third class Uh, people that are uh, addicted, mentally ill. They're hopeless cases. They're losers. They're irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. And they just kind of sit there on the sidewalk or otherwise in in a hovel. Yeah. And that's that's their own demons. That's their bad childhoods. The abuse. Uh, bad brains. Some of them are born as sociopaths and psychopaths. Some of them are born, but but they lived all across the country. Many of them. They all came here. They they this place was a magnet for everybody who's has a has a screwed up life. 
and terrible addictions. And Garcetti uh, encouraged it and enabled it. Him and his idiot buddy Bonnet, they created the modern filth hole that is Los Angeles. But there certainly had to be people who looked around and said, homelessness, crime, that's enough for me. I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. I'm paying too much for my apartment on top of that. But, you know, you imagine if you're paying way too much for your housing and then you walk outside and there's an encampment down the street and there's filth and trash everywhere. And, you, and then you're hearing about your neighbors being robbed. Well, that's yeah. the end of that. Yeah. And, and, and the idiots closed your kid's school for a year and a half. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, there's there's so much bad, bad, bad government here. It's amazing more people haven't left. And probably yeah, more I knew people this guy will... was really off his rocker when he did that Channel 5 interview like a month ago. And he said, oh, we've done so much with the homeless oh, issue. I hope my predecessors uh, okay. pick it up and run with it and take it even further. Okay. Now, the, the big question to me is, because I've heard him say all this crap a hundred times, it, does he know he's lying? Yes. Or does he actually believe this? Is he, no, we, is he we this found delusion? out with the Rick Jacobs case, he is a pathological liar. Right. And he can so, easily just shift right into lie mode. Yeah, so he's really he's really sick. You realize you're dealing with somebody who's got some kind of mental disorder? Pathological liars have a mental disorder, and that's what we've been ruled by for nine years. Yeah. A, a guy who's, who, who has, has no relation to the truth at all. Completely delusional. And if we can ever, ever uncork those secret records about police visits, maybe we'd find out a yeah. lot more. Oh, it'll eventually That's stuff will come out. Issues and He's got a lot of issues. I wonder what went on in his life because, my God, was he born a pathological liar? I mean, his dad was just an incompetent dunce. I was going to say, ask Gil, yeah. Yeah, well, he was just a dunce. Uh, but uh, I don't know what, what, what what's wrong with Eric, Eric the Fool. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Covell and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, when you have one party rule, this is what you get up in Sacramento. They took a bill, another attempt to suspend the California gas tax for a while to give us some relief that's about 51 cents a gallon. Uh, they called in the Republican assemblyman behind the bill. His name is Kevin Kiley, and they said, oh, yeah, we're going to give your bill a hearing. Instead, they took out a big carving knife, and they gutted it, and they amended it, and they turned it into a tax increase on energy producers. Not kidding you. Vince Fong, the Republican from Kern County, will join us. He is the chair, the vice chair of the Assembly Transportation and Budget Committee uh, to give us this hard-to-believe story. But, you know, I guess you could see it as business as usual in Sacramento. He'll be on at 4.05 with that. Um, this story comes under the headline of, uh, what, small graphic warning, maybe? Small, medium graphic warning? What? Uh, there's a guy in Oregon, lovely Clackamas. My sister used to live in Clackamas County, Oregon, who went to a Red Robin. He said that he wasn't treated well, so he complained about it. In fact, his lawyer is complaining he wasn't treated well because he was black. And then he claims, well, here's kind of the background of the story. They visited the Red Robin for a family dinner in March of last year. Servers asked to seat separately members of his eight-person group, which was made up of black people and included several children. The man noticed other large groups of white patrons being seated together, brought these concerns to the attention of management. Restaurant manager Jason Fosberg then referred to the group as a, quote, big gang. Hmm. Anyway, 
what happened next is the family did sit down and they began to eat. But the main complainant in the lawsuit says that, uh, well, he was served a garden salad and it had a very special dressing. Human semen. How did he know it was semen? I guess he took a closer look because it didn't look right. Did he collect it? I don't really know because I haven't read the whole I mean, lawsuit. Wouldn't that look like uh, any kind of uh, like a Caesar salad dressing? It, oh, God. I it mean, could look like a, yes. Or maybe, I was thinking maybe one of those little uh, Italian dressings. With sure. The, Something creamy. Ranch. There you go. Ranch dressing. Thanks. I'm, I'm glad somebody gave you that answer. Not but, me. I'm just going to uh, say. Well, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. How does, he, how does he know it wasn't just maybe ranch dressing that had gone bad? Well, it says after discovering the befouled salad, befouled? he snapped several photos of the substance in a napkin. Mm-hmm. And according to but his attorney, he actually started vomiting. Oh, he was the- traumatized by the... Uh, they did confirm it was human genetic material in the salad dressing. Wow. So it did happen. It's a question of... Unless like, you're going to say it's one of these times well, where this guy did it himself oh, no, no. and he's trying to... I mean, we've had people do that. Stuff like that has happened, yeah. But uh, so the manager like, gave a little uh, sign to the cook, like... Uh, uh, well, they're not accusing the a, manager a, of tainting the salad. No, that but maybe he... told he, them that uh, he had, they are, quote, a big gang. He told uh, he told the chef and uh, or the cook and said, give well, that... Maybe uh, somebody overheard the right. disagreement and decided that... Uh, Give that salad they always a, tell a you that you know, like if, you, if you if you if you bitch to staff, you got to be a little careful with. Uh, yeah, what could come I always the worry about that. Well, you probably <laughs> file a lot of complaints, don't Not you? Not a lot, but if, if something a... comes back to me with butter or well. cheese, I say very nicely. Uh huh. Well, you're taking a, you're vegan. taking a, you're taking a risk. I know. I, I'm sure my food has been. I don't know. I'm sure. So I'm surprised you both didn't ask the obvious question. What? Did all the employees have to turn over samples? For uh, DNA comparison. Well, did they? All I have in the story is when sheriff's investigators asked Red Robin for a list of men working in the restaurant that night, management said, uh, we don't have access to those records. There's a computer hack. <laughs> but they did later provide the information. But I don't know whether that's going to lead to what I, I just described, I which you, is some sort of DNA testing to see who who did that. I bet you they've done this a lot. And I bet you this goes on all over the country. Whenever somebody uh, raises too much of a fuss... There's a little signal given, and the guy runs to the back. Usually it's just spitting, which Uh, is terrible. We don't know what it usually is, do we? We really don't know what's in there. I mean, it would all look like dressing to me. I don't know how this guy was able to tell. Yeah. I I mean, how did he know right away that it was uh, that? I don't know. I Hmm. have no idea. I mean... uh, he said it was concealed inside his leafy green, so I guess no, he started he did it poking for, around and something didn't look right. It did, They're it, looking for a million bucks. He here. did it by sight or uh, by taste? Well, that's not confirmed either in the story. Hmm. I mean, the fact that he vomited tells me maybe there was some taste involved. Or, or just the concept of it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, so oh. there's extra protein in your salad. I... <laughs> that's not... Seaman's uh, vegan, isn't it? Uh, I don't think you could. Uh, it comes out of a yeah, person, so yeah. I, I well, 
<laughs> really endless. <laughs> oh, God. let me think on that. <laughs> yeah, let him get back to you. He's going to Google. I'm going to Google that right now. <laughs> Leave that in the search engine there on your on your work right. computer. See no, what you, uh, no follow up questions. See if you can shock a few KFI employees. <laughs> All right, Assemblyman Vince Fong, Republican from Kern County, is coming on next. He's on the Assembly Transportation Budget Committee. He's the vice chair, and this is a uh, stunning turnaround. They actually thought, Republicans did, that they were going to get a real hearing on gas tax relief for Californians. That's still around in Sacramento. Instead, they took the bill and they ripped it open and they gutted it and they changed it to a tax on oil producers. More coming up. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has news. KFI AM 640. And I have an update. Semen what? is considered vegan friendly, according to something I just read. Oh, oh well. In Google, I guess just I in case anybody's wondering, yeah. I guess <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to read the rest. <laughs> if you're if you're just tuning in, uh, well, I guess good news for everybody then, huh? <laughs> KFI AM six forty. Hey Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.